there is dissatisfaction amongst workers. Half of New Zealanders say their income has not kept up with the cost of living this past year, while their workload has increased. This comes from a CTU survey. It also shows 40% of us have less job satisfaction than back in 2019. And this has been like a trend over the past couple of years. These are systemic problems, the CTU says, and systemic answers are needed. Secretary Melissa Ansel Bridges is with us this morning. Good morning. Morning. You say we need to change the whole framework of employment law. What's wrong? It's right. So, I mean, what the results of survey, you know, in the context of um, the fact that they haven't really changed over the the few years that we've been doing this now, uh, is that the the changes that have been made, the improvements that we've been seeing over, over the last couple of years are great, but they're not enough to actually address um, the the issues in the workplace. So, you know, we have had an, an individualised employment framework which was, you know, mostly devised in the 1990s and, and it tilts the playing field against working people. Um, and what we need to see is a systemic, a fundamental change to the framework of employment relations of industrial relations in New Zealand. So um, we're really um, keen to see that fair pay agreements, for example, uh, which would provide a, a framework for sector-based bargaining um, happen as soon as possible in in this year so that um, we can start seeing um, that balance shift back and seeing better improvements for working people all right a lot of people would say well you would say that because you're the ctu you want to uh, gather members and get in there and uh, bargain for people we don't, we don't have members of the CTU, but we are the voice of working people. Um, and absolutely, we want a framework which um, supports working people to um, be able to collectively bargain and actually have um, a say over their work life. Because that's, um, that's, I mean, it's a fundamental human right, but it also leads to, to better outcomes for working people when they have that collective voice through union membership. You want to legislate on work-life balance as well. No, so the fair, the fair pay agreement structure um, is one which would um, provide uh, a better framework for collective bargaining, which would then have um, flow-on effects, would have impacts to all areas of um, the employment relationship. So um, work-life balance would be positively impacted by better, having a better collective bargaining framework. Do you think you've got more receptive ears in Wellington right now? I think that we do, absolutely. I mean, uh, Minister Michael Woods has said that fair pay agreements are a priority for um, for his work um, for for the coming year, um, and that's something that we're we're pleased to see. But we need to make sure that um, that that work happens, happens in a timely way and that the outcome of the, the policy development processes which are still to happen are positive for working people as well. And what about people who say, well, uh, go away actually, I like being on an individual contract? So, I mean, that is still going to be a lot of people in um, New Zealand Most at least. Most people, isn't it? Um, well, in terms of people who actually are on individual contracts, but most people actually, um, that's 
what happens as opposed because you know by sort of default as opposed to it being a, a strong preference that people have actually it would be very few people who would have a, a preference for being on an individual contract because generally working people um, recognise that they, you know, unions do a really great job of ensuring better terms and conditions for them at work, that that's actually a, a preference that most people have um, to be a part of a collective. Appreciate your time this morning, Melissa Angel Ansel Bridges, who is uh, Secretary of the Council for Trade Unions.